The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to the Pirate Radio Podcast, featuring special guests discussing a wide range of topics and personal stories. Now live from the Pirate Radio studio, here's Shirley Rhodes. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast, the Players' Lounge Edition. On today's podcast, we'll talk to ECU quarterback Holt Naylor's wide receivers Tyler Sneed and C.J. Johnson, as well as defensive players Xavier Smith, Bruce Bivens, and D.J. Ford. Sit back and relax. Today's Pirate Radio podcast starts right now. All right, back inside the Players' Lounge, we're on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live, here with a couple of... Pirate defensive players, Bruce Bivens and Xavier Smith. Gentlemen, how you doing today? Doing great, doing great. I'm doing great as well. A little time off, I guess. Sounds like you guys won't be back on the practice field till Thursday, so that's a good thing, right? Yeah. Plus, well, definitely get your get your body back right and yeah, mentally, you know, disconnect a little bit. And, you know, just working those things right there. Bruce, uh, I, uh, Trip Weaver put up a tweet going into the Friday game and talked about how awesome it was for all the seniors to talk to the team heading into the Cincinnati game. I'm assuming you were a part of that. So, you know, what's that like uh, when you're addressing the team and then hearing from your, your brothers talk to the team before the final regular season game? I'm sure uh, a, lot of, a lot of great things said and some emotion too, I would imagine. Yeah, it was a lot of emotion because, you know, you sit back and you think about, you know, all the stuff you've been through and, and to see – like what you expected, you know, college football to be like when you, you know, first, you know, signed the letter of intent to to come here. It, it's a it's a lot of emotion that plays a part into that because you put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into it, and it's finally shaking out. And you got a group of guys that you know gave their all to make that happen. So it's just really emotional, and, and I know that. I'm gonna have to lead. I'm gonna have to lead them one day, and you know, go live a, live a different life than they do. So it's just a lot. It's just really emotional to me. I yeah, and, every day. And Bruce, you're still a young guy, but uh, you had an important decision to make to to come from your home in Texas to Greenville, North Carolina, a place you probably didn't know before you East Carolina started showing interest in you. So you made that decision, and you always want to stand by your decision and not regret decisions. And the way this thing is played out. Uh, and then you probably got some great memories off the field too. But the way it's played out, no regrets on this decision, right? Oh, of course not. No regrets at all. I mean, it worked out. I mean, just because stuff get ugly, you don't have to. You could. I mean, you don't have to just leave. You could just just trust the process and things will work out the way so you you plan for it too. Xavier, when you go into a season like as a fan, we look at it and we say, "All right, win, loss, win, loss." We do that when we look at the schedule. Mm-hmm. Do you set? I'm sure you said individual goals, but like team goals heading into 2021. When you look back at it now, did you accomplish those goals? Did you exceed expectations? Not, you know, how do you feel about the 2021 season? Um, I definitely think we accomplished the goal we had set out to be bowl eligible. Um, it was a goal, but obviously the ultimate goal is to play for a conference championship, and we had the shot to do that. Um, we could have actually been in the conference championship, you know, one or two, three plays went our way this year. We actually have been playing for, you know, a national title. But, uh, you know, you can't change the past. And we we met the goal that we set out for the team, but there's still work to be done. I feel like everyone on the team feels the same way. Like, yeah, we went to a bowl game, but we know how good we could have been this year. So next year, you know, it's like a go get the ring, go finish the job. Yeah, and I mean, Bruce, I said this when uh, when DJ was here. He's on his way out, but uh, Rajay was sitting in that chair, and now it's like his job, you know, Xavier for next year, these other players, to take what you guys have built and uh, to take it even higher, right? So you laid a foundation. Now, what are the what's the guys going to do with it? Yeah, I I would you know I would think that they would want to level up too because like it's like when you've been losing for you know as long as I've been here, like winning a bowl game is a lot. You know what I'm saying? So for them, like for well, going to a bowl game is a lot and. For them, I know next year they're going to raise the standard. They want to win a conference championship, go to a conference championship, win that, go to a bowl game, win that, and more and more, and whatever comes with that. So I would expect that to happen because, I mean, that's how you really build a legacy here. You just keep leveling up. Xavier, I guess in the past few years at this time, you're getting ready for, like, 
you're you're relaxing and then you're ready for winter workouts i guess now you're building up to a bowl game all the way at the end of december so still a lot of practice time a lot of time around the team like is that exciting to experience something different and new this year yeah it's definitely super exciting because you know none of us ever experienced this so like it's new to everybody so like we're still like questioning like what happens like we don't know the practice schedule like graduation around the corner we know how that's gonna work and it's December 27th how is Christmas gonna work so like it's super exciting you know I'd rather spend the time with my brothers but like it's just new to everybody so like we're just like kind of confused and like anxious to see like how everything's gonna play out and like what's to come with it yeah so the game's on the 27th the military bowl 230 kickoff it'll be against the ACC opponent to be named but uh there are some options out there in Virginia Virginia Tech North Carolina BC is there a team you you want to see or does it matter to you uh, have you looked at the potential opponents yeah I've seen them on uh Whoever gets selected, you know, we're preparing from like a, any other game this season and get ready to play. Yeah, I feel the same way. All right, no choice on that. Uh, <laughs> the executive director was on the Brian Bailey show earlier today. Said the teams would be arriving kind of middle of the week, the previous week. So you'll spend a, you know a half a week there in D.C. Your hotel room is apparently like two blocks from the White House. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have all those. Uh, those deals uh bryce williams former pirate said when they went down to florida the linemen had a belly flop contest i've heard of a bowling contest yeah maybe some video game <laughs> contest xavier i don't want to do that <laughs> so so you'll be uh and you you guys probably don't know any of the activities or that stuff yet right no not yeah. yet so still a long ways to go uh before we get there question about uh cincinnati so they are if they beat Houston, should be in the college football playoff, playing for a championship. I know going into the game, you looked at them as any other opponent, but when you left the field, did you did you think, like, wow, they really are top four, top five, or were they kind of just another team on the schedule for you guys? Bruce, shaking your head. Go ahead. What I mean, I feel like, like, you know, personally, like, I feel like we just made some mistakes and they capitalized on them. I mean, they just as any t- good as any team as we played. Like they had some, you know, some some great weapons, and they was they were pretty big, you know. But I mean, it, I feel like you know we was up for the challenge, and I feel like yeah, if we would have fixed those little mistakes, we we'll probably come out victorious. And that's a that's a pretty good feeling to feel like not only do we belong on the field, like yeah. could have should have beat those guys. Yeah, is yeah. that is how you felt, Xavier? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I'm not. Like, I don't, I'm not the one to take credit from anyone, but coming out that game, like, a lot of us were like, we can play with these guys. Yeah. Like, and I feel like that's, like, our mindset throughout the whole year. Like, yeah, they're number four, but two years ago, we should have beat them. This is the same exact team. You know, last year yeah. we had some mistakes. This year we're so much better. Like, we can beat these guys, you know. Like, like they're in our conference. Like, it's not like we're playing, like, someone who's, like, outmatching us. Like, yeah, they got some good weapons, but shit, we got some good weapons too, you know. We can match up with their players and, like, the only thing that killed us was they capitalized on our mistakes, and that's where they surpassed us uh, in the game. You know, when we made a mistake, they capitalized. And great teams do that, and they're a great football team, but I feel like if we just minimize those mistakes, which is something little, but play such a big role, you know, we're definitely in that ball game with a chance to win it. I mean, really, one bad quarter. one quarter, The second quarter went their way. Outside of that, you guys were even or uh, the better team on Friday. So, yeah. Bruce, uh, had to be cool, man. One last game at Daddy Ficklin to come out and hear the purple gold chant and just like that environment. I don't know if that led to a good first quarter, but it had to, to juice you guys up some, right? Yeah, it definitely sparked me up a little bit because I was like, man, this this my last time playing in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium, so I said, man, I, I just want to go out with a bang and, and it definitely sparked me to, you know, play a certain type of way. Yeah, and we know you as a, you're a hard hitter, Bruce, come up, stop the run. You were, uh, and maybe you've done this all year, I just noticed on a couple of plays, dropping back into pass coverage, yeah. and on that one play, you were sprinting 100 miles an hour. <laughs> did you get your hand on the ball? Yeah, I actually I actually did. I got my yeah. hand on the ball at the last minute. Um, that was a great play. Yeah. Kind of no look. I guess you saw the receiver's eyes. Or... Yeah, I just, because I, I was shuffling, I was expecting them to run like a draw screen because it was third and long, and I seen the receiver take off down the middle of the field, and I just I said, man, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> and you got there. You kind of stuck there. your hand out, got the uh, got the knock away. Great play in that game on Friday. Appreciate it. Talking to uh, Bruce Bivens and Xavier Smith, Bruce's appearance inside the Players' Lounge, brought to you by Greenville Auto World. Greenville Auto World, your home for an awesome selection of late model cars and trucks. Full service department. If you need new tires or a lift kit for your truck, they've got you covered there, too. Greenville Auto World 
on Highway 43 in Greenville. Uh, Tim Sutton and the guys do a great job, and Bruce, you know a lot of folks here now from your time in Greenville, and uh, Tim, <laughs> great dude over there, and does yeah. some great work. Yeah, Tim's a great guy. Whatever you need him and his staff to get you right, so go visit Greenville all the world. And uh, what's next for you, Bruce, when you leave East Carolina? You're gonna you're gonna give football <laughs> oh, a shot, obviously. Oh, of course I'm gonna give yeah. football a shot, and and that's really what I'm focusing on. Yeah. You know, you know when this thing's all said and done, bowl game over with, I'm gonna shift my focus on you know giving the NFL a shot. So. We've had, and look, again, I'm speaking to a young guy, Bruce Bivens, you got your life ahead of you, but we've had some pirates who certainly move on, go back to their hometown, go elsewhere. Some find themselves back in Greenville. Like, could you see yourself 20 years from now living in Greenville, North Carolina? Are you, you know, are you back in Texas? What are you going to be doing? Um, I... Honestly, I'm not. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. I mean, I grew up a Texas guy, and I love living in Texas. So I probably will migrate, you know, back home. Migrate, <laughs> <laughs> migrate back home to towards my family, like around my family. Yeah. And stuff. Good deal. Talking to uh, Bruce Bivens, Xavier Smith. Uh, so Xavier, what's uh, what are these next few days like for you? Just uh, getting away from football, I guess. Yeah, getting away from football. You know, getting you know all the injuries and like the minor nicks and bruises taken care of. And just like living in the moment, like uh, like I'm not trying to stress about football. We just got done with the season, you know. We finally got a bowl game, so I'm just trying to like take all this in because you know I never experienced it before. So I'm just like living in the moment, and trying to get the fullest out of this experience. You got to man, that's a great way to look at it. Uh, and and look, this time of year, there's the coaching carousel there's the transfer portal all kinds of stuff going on mike houston's name uh, has been mentioned uh, for other jobs where you know teams have an opening they're looking at what he did at, here this past season so i don't know as a player on a team how much do you look into that how much do you ignore it you know what, what are your your thoughts on it all bruce <laughs> bruce um, i mean it won't really uh Dang, I don't. I can't answer that. Um, <laughs> Do y'all talk about it with each other? Like, honestly, I really don't. Yeah, I mean, we see it just like how everyone else sees it, and like we don't. Like we don't know. Like yeah, yeah. I have no clue what goes into it. Like I don't I have no clue what's going on in his head. Like control what you can control is the best. Yeah, that's why I way I, I can said. put it. Yeah. Control what you can do. All you can do. All right, gentlemen. Well, uh, congratulations on a great year that's going to wrap up with a bowl game coming up. And uh, and you get some cool swag. I, I meant to look that up. Let me look it up real quick and see if I can find uh, what the military bowl gave out to the players in years past. Should have eat that. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, here's what each bowl is giving away to players. This is like in years past. Like, for example, I'll just pick one. Uh, the, the Pinstripe Bowl that they give away JBL Harmon gift card, New Era products, Outback Bowl, probably get an Outback Steakhouse gift card, mm. <laughs> Fossil Watch. All right, where's military? This is, this is, uh, yeah, I don't see military up here. <laughs> anyway, this is past years. So you're going to get some gear and yeah. some stuff out of this. Hopefully. Some. <laughs> That's cool, right? Yeah. <laughs> Take sure. whatever you can get. All right, uh, Xavier, Bruce, thanks for hanging out, fellas, and uh, enjoy your week, and we'll uh, talk again soon. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's head out to the Fixed NC Live line. We'll roll on here on the Players' Lounge on Pirate Radio Live. EC wide receiver Tyler Sneed joins us today on the Fixed NC Live line. Tyler, how you doing today, man? Good. How you doing? Doing great. And I guess uh get a few days off here. I was talking to uh, some of your teammates earlier, Rajay, and dj and uh said you guys won't return to the practice fields until thursday so you get to rest the uh the body and the mind a little bit these next few days i guess yes sir uh got a couple days off uh i'm fortunate enough to have all online classes so uh i came back home to raleigh only like an hour away so i'm just spending my time with my family right now that's good that's a good thing is uh we get here at the end of the year and this is new for you tyler you've been around this football program for a few years now and uh the past few years when you end that 12th game that last regular season game that's it so uh a different mindset for you this year how excited are you to be uh playing in the military bowl coming up next month very excited very excited to make a bowl uh you know i've been waiting on that since 2018 when i first got here but um definitely excited to get more football time too you know just love the sport love practice love being around all my teammates and those guys so uh Definitely excited to get a whole nother month, basically, with those guys. 
Tyler, uh, do you have you looked at the potential opponents? Nothing official yet. You've got, you know, it's going to be an ACC team. We've heard, you know, North Carolina, Virginia, Virginia Tech, BC, uh, just about all of them. So, uh, anybody you want to play in particular, or you you say bring it on, whoever it is. Yeah, I mean, ACC is ACC. All those teams are good. Uh, all those teams would be a good opponent for us. So, I'm kind of, I'm I'm ready for whoever. I'm excited to play whoever. It doesn't really matter to me, but um. Yeah, I mean, those are the same teams we heard uh, whenever we first got the uh, or got the drop that we were going there. So, uh, no, I'm, I'm excited to see who we play. Tyler, uh, you leave the field on Friday and you lose to uh, you know the top five, top four Cincinnati Bearcats. You had six catches, 91 yards in the game. When you, I don't, I know going into the game you looked at them as just another team, and in that first quarter you were beating that team, and then you know had some chances to to win the game on Friday. But when you left the field, did they feel any different to you than another team you played this year, being that they are? Uh, potentially going to play in the college football playoff? Like, did they feel maybe better than other teams you had faced this this season? I mean, yeah, they're they're a really good team, and they're they're going to be in the playoffs because of that. And you know, they're ranked number four for a reason. So it was, it was definitely a big game for us. We knew what we were getting into, uh, and we knew we couldn't really make a lot of mistakes um, because they they're a good team and they capitalize off those. And uh, I think we just made one too many. Um, mistakes during that game they kind of got it away from us but um i mean they're all fixable and we watched that on film and we saw that and uh so i mean definitely still felt like we we had a chance in that game but no they are a very good team and and they played that way as you can see uh tyler this fan base is excited for what you guys are doing right now and, and where this program is heading and that'll be shown with the crowd at the military bowl in annapolis should be a lot of purple and gold there but how about when you you come out on the field on friday and you've been in some of these post thanksgiving games and the students are gone and uh, not a great atmosphere in years past but it was uh it was rocking and rolling the purple gold chant i mean that had to fire you guys up and i don't know maybe that had something to do with the the strong first quarter uh, that you guys had definitely definitely you know we walked out there and even at the pirate walk before uh yeah. there was a lot of people there and we were all i mean just seeing that we all kind of knew what it was going to be like at the game and uh then you get there and you run out of the tunnel and you see purple and gold everywhere so no, definitely a great feeling. Definitely got us hyped up, and I think that did play a factor in our first quarter and how well we played. Um, but you know, it's a four-quarter game, and we just got to do better playing that whole game. Tyler Snead joining us. Tyler, as a a fan of football, and you you do this with your Dallas Cowboys. You look at the schedule probably before the year and say. Well, then again, you think they're going to win every game, but you know, <laughs> win here, maybe lose here, that kind of stuff. As a player on a team going into the year, did you set goals for the team? I'm sure you do individually, but you know, seven and five. How does that feel uh, that season for you in 2021? How do you feel? Is that did you meet a goal? Did you exceed a goal? You know, how, how do you feel about the regular season? Uh, I felt good. I felt really good about it. Um, you know, whenever you look at the schedule first, you know, I look at it and I always think we're going undefeated. I think we have the, the opportunity to beat every team on the schedule. Um, I think we have the ability to do that. So that's that's kind of how I am. I, I go into every game think we're winning. I think we're going 12-0. and 0. But, uh, you know, we, we didn't go 12-0, and 0, went 7-5, and 5, and that's good. Uh, made a bowl game, which was a team goal, um, a big goal for us. You know, that hasn't happened since 2014. So, uh, definitely happy with where we ended, but uh, you know we got one more, so eight better than seven. And Tyler, I'll go way back here. I I was very impressed with you and uh, both you and Rajay after the first two losses of the season. You're here in studio, and I, I just kind of worry because I've seen teams in the past they bust their tails all off season, kind of putting all the eggs into that first game, and you guys lost to App State, and then you you lost another uh, close one against South Carolina. And I'm asking you guys questions like, you know, how, how do you move forward? And I remember you saying that just gives us more motivation. Like that gives us more to work on. And uh, so kudos to you guys for sticking with it because, uh, you know, you had opportunities, even in the game against Marshall, that uh, you had opportunities to kind of fold up shop. But uh, you guys fought the whole way through and uh, it's paid off with this bowl trip for you guys. Yes, sir. And, you know, it's, it's a long season and we knew that going in. And, 
you can't let the first one, two games define you. And I think those games were learning experiences for us. You know, App State and South Carolina, both those teams are really good. So, uh, you know, App State playing with them and then playing with South Carolina all the way until the end. Um, definitely, even though there are losses, I feel like they gave us confidence boosters because those are two very good teams and we stuck right there with them. So, you know, just going off that and then the team, you know, there's no quit in that team and all those guys will tell you, you know, they're ready to go, they're ready to win. And uh, I think we just pulled through the rest of the season and we got it done. Yeah, and, and you're right about saying they're good teams. App State, South Carolina, Marshall, uh, UCF, Houston, Memphis, Cincinnati, like, uh, almost the majority, almost all your schedule is going to a bowl game this year. And now, Tyler, what you've done is also said we're one of those good teams. East Carolina is now looked at as one of those teams. So when you kind of look back on it, man, you guys did play a, a tough schedule this year. Yeah, did play a tough schedule, and we were in a lot of close games. I mean, it felt like everyone was a nail-biter. Um, so, I mean, that, all those teams going to bowls. You said at UCF, Houston, uh, two top teams in the conference, and we went in overtime with one of them who's playing in the conference championship. And then UCF's a good team. We lost to the last second. So, um, yeah, tough schedule all around. But, you know, we, we knew the schedule going in, and, we knew we were a good team. You know, we, we kept saying it all last season, uh, how we ended 2020, the COVID year, with uh, SMU, that big win. And we just felt like that was that was starting to change and that was a big game for us. And, you know, just to backpack uh, or piggyback off that one and come to this season and finish it like this uh, feels good. Tyler, long ways uh, between now and December 27th. So, uh, some time to rest, some time to practice, and then you'll uh, eventually find out who your opponent is. But bowl games, you, you tend to, to kind of break some things out we haven't seen this year. Uh, we have seen you throwing the ball quite a bit, but I'm going to go ahead and make a prediction, and I'll ask you, do you think you'll be uh, throwing a pass in the bowl game coming up next month? Uh, I definitely think we'll put, put some plays in for it. Um, <laughs> if we get to it, I don't know, but nah, I wouldn't be surprised if we did, if we're calling – calling all crazy stuff i'm gonna say you do in fact in east carolina's last bowl win i believe it was cam worthy threw a touchdown pass to shane carden so i think we're gonna see some trickeration coming up uh when the pirates go back to annapolis and tyler uh had dj ford on earlier he's been in a couple of bowl games so he knows um about all the activities and the swag and all that stuff he said some guys have already been asking him questions about it but uh, this will be your first time, so you'll uh, make the trip the week before to Washington, D.C. I heard the executive director earlier on the Brian Bailey show say that you're, uh, where you guys will be staying is like a couple blocks from the White House. So you got a lot of cool stuff coming up, man. I know you guys are, uh, are fired up for it. Yes, sir. Really excited. And they told us we were staying right by the White House, which is cool, and just everything down there. So, you know, we go a week before. I don't know how our schedule will look because, I mean, I haven't been to one. I'll probably have to ask DJ about it. But, uh, <laughs> No, I'm really excited to to go visit that and stay there for a week and just do the do the whole bowl experience. Tyler uh, Rajay said his mom uh, visited and cooked him some Thanksgiving, so you're back home now. Uh, I guess did you have Thanksgiving as a team, and and are you able to enjoy some of your family's cooking now uh, after Thanksgiving? Oh yeah, we had Thanksgiving as a team. We uh, practiced that morning, and then they had catered in some food for us for Thanksgiving. We all ate together, so that was nice. But uh. Yeah, my mom's side of the family had Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving Day, and then my dad's side had it last night. Actually. Nice. And so came home and got a good plate, and uh, I'm probably closer to 175, 180 right now. So. <laughs> you got plenty of time to work that off uh, if you need to between now and the bowl game. Uh, Tyler, uh, thanks for joining us today, man. We appreciate it, and uh, hopefully we can get you back in studio here soon. Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys having me. All right, back inside the Players' Lounge on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Got East Carolina running back Rajay Harris and Pirate Safety DJ Ford here. Guys, how we doing today? Great. Good. Good Good to see you all. Congratulations. Uh, You got the news that you'll be heading to the Military Bowl, and uh, that's some big news. Pirates going to a bowl game for the first time since 2014. So uh, you, you don't get the result you want against Cincinnati, but shortly after that, you find out where you're headed. So, what were those feelings like? You're coming off a loss, but you get that that big kind of shot in the arm with the military bowl invite. Um, the emotions were a little all over the place, you know. Obviously, upset after taking a loss to Cincinnati. Um, we felt like we had a chance, you know. what I'm saying we didn't take 
take advantage of that opportunity. But it is exciting to get to go to a bowl game, like you said, first time in a long time. So we're fired up. Rajay, what were you thinking when you, uh, you you heard that news? You knew you were going to a bowl. You just didn't know where yet. So what do you yeah, think about I the military mean, I was bowl? I sitting beside Coach um, uh, Mr. Gilbert. Um, when we got the news or whatever, so I was kind of looking at his paper, but I couldn't really, I couldn't really see anything. So when I got the news, you know, was very excited. You know, like I said, I'm really excited for like the seniors and you know the people that's that's been here, like Bruce and you know Sean Bailey, that ain't never got to experience nothing like this. So we just got to keep this going, you know, next year and the year after that, and just keep on going. I saw a tweet from Trip Weaver going into the game on Friday, and he said that. The senior spoke, and he just talked about how that is like so special to him and this team. That uh, you know, sometimes you hear from the coaches, and sometimes you hear from. But when you hear from guys that have been here for so long, it, it really probably stands out to you. So, what was that like here? You know, who spoke, and and what did they have to say going into that game on Friday? Uh, it was strong. Um, every senior had the chance to speak, and guys kind of took it in their own direction with what they wanted to say. But there were definitely some strong, heartfelt messages uh, that were shared with the team. Um, some guys shared like some of the adversity they had overcome, you know, with people like not believing in them, saying you'll never be this, never be that. Um, other guys, it was injuries, you know what I'm saying. Mm. Um, some guys just talking about how much ECU meant to them and and how excited they were to play their last game, you know what I'm saying. So. And Rajay, those guys kind of laid the foundation. Now it's your responsibility, I guess, to keep it rolling these next few years, right? Definitely, definitely, yeah. Um, DJ hit it right on the head. You know, they came in there with a powerful message. You know, I'm pretty sure everybody, you know, took it in and realized, you know, that we're here for a reason and we're here to, you know, accomplish big things. So, um, you know, it was a good message from everybody. You know, Audie, Audie had a really good message. He was up there for about 15 minutes, <laughs> but, uh, like 30. <laughs> he had, a, he had a good message for us, though. Uh, Warren Saber, another guy that's been around here a long time and (laughs) I was watching the game Friday and it was kind of out of reach when he got his second pick but Mm -hmm. I'm sitting here like Man, I'm so happy for that guy. Like, you know, you and, and I'm sure you guys feel the same about your teammates when they have success. But to get two picks on his final game at Dowdy Ficklin, I mean, that, yes, that's sir. pretty awesome stuff. He put the work in, man. Yeah. Like, he come to practice every day and he put it in. So, you know, that's a bit congrats to him. Uh, Rajay, something I've been wanting to talk to you about the entire year, but I'm very superstitious mm-hmm. and I hate to even bring it up. But <laughs> I'm going to say it today. You still got one more game, but it's mm-hmm. not for a while. So if something goes bad, it's not my fault. But ball security, <laughs> your ball security has been great this year. I appreciate it. And uh, it's something you, <laughs> that you don't want to bring up because you feel like you'll jinx it. But I remember last year you would uh, get your yards. About five or six guys would try to tackle you. Tackle you, they'd hold you up, and the ball would come loose at the last second. That happened mm-hmm. a couple times. Um, but how much do you, you know, pride do you take in that? How much do you work on that during the week? Because it certainly paid off for you this year. Uh, well, still to this day, I work on my ball security after practice or during practice. You know, it was just, man, I I hated it last year. You know, after every game and before every game, I just think, like, I can't fumble today. So, you know, going into the offseason, I told Coach Foster, like, I need a way to hold the ball, protect the ball. So he gave me some, you know, some ideas and some some things to work on. And you know, I tried it out. And uh, Big John really helped me with my grip this offseason. That's know, great. I kept my fingers up a little bit. But, I mean, it helped. So I'm going to keep on continuing to do what I'm doing, just protect the rock. That's interesting that uh, you, you went to them for help, and it yep. certainly paid off. DJ, how about uh, from your perspective as, as a defensive player, Sometimes it, it takes a lot for a guy to say, you know what, I'm I'm not doing this to the best of my ability. So, how much have you gone to the coaches or gone to maybe your teammates and and asked for pointers or you know or I don't know, being a senior, maybe you're given the pointers at this point. Um, it's a little bit of both actually. So I go to other guys on the team. You know what I'm saying? I ask, what do you think I'm doing well? What do you think I could do better? And especially coaches, because you always want to hear from a coach's perspective. You know, like what do you think I'm doing well? What do you think I need to work on? What do you think is my strong suit? You know what I'm saying? What do you think is my weakness? So just take those things and um, take the constructive criticism and and go work on it. Like Rajay said, before practice, during practice, after practice, whatever it may be, you know what I'm saying? But setting aside time to work on those things to better yourself. So... DJ, the defense, first quarter, third quarter, and then really part of the fourth, too, you know, controlled that game against Cincinnati. That's kind of the frustrating part. You felt like you were in it. When you left the field that day, did you feel like 
we just took on one of the best five teams in the country like we could see them play they put up some big numbers they're really good how about playing them on the field did, did they feel like they were a different opponent than maybe you've seen this year so far um not to take anything away from them but we entered the game approaching Cincinnati just like we did App State just like we did South Carolina just like we did every other week yeah. so we we not we try to you know what I'm saying take a nameless faceless approach to each game and that's kind of how we treat them during the game as well so how about their defense Rajay were they kind of different than what you've seen this year um I mean, you know, they got a great defense. Um, you know, a strong physicality. But like DJ said, we're not going to run from them. So, you know, uh, Coach Houston said yesterday, physicality-wise, like, it was even, you know, watching film or whatever. So, uh, you know, they're the number four team, you know, but uh, we didn't see that going into well, the I, game. I know you're going to answer like that because you get up <laughs> from every tackle almost like you wanted the guy to hit you harder. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I love to watch you run. I especially love after the run. Definitely. And I don't know what you and that guy are saying, but there's some talking going on. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> he was doing some things, but uh, it'd be all right, though. It makes it fun. It makes it fun <laughs> for us, anyway. Definitely. <laughs> uh, talking to Rajay Harris, DJ Ford here in the Pirate Radio studio. So uh, what what does your schedule look like I guess uh, for this week, uh, I guess returning to practice Thursday, is that right? Yes, sir. Uh, the coaches wanted to give us a little bit of time to get our bodies right, kind of decompress, you know what I'm saying, take a step back and just have a break, you know what I'm saying, a little <laughs> bit of a mental break, a little bit of a physical break, you know what I'm saying, and then be able to, to come back ready to roll, you know what I'm saying, locked in, ready to get right for the bowl game. It's a long time between now and December 27th, so uh, it's going to be a lot of practicing from – uh, what I gather, this is a very important time for the younger guys on the team to, yes, to get some work in. Uh, have y'all got together and gone over a plan for December, or is that to be determined at this point? Uh, he said something about it yesterday. We was going to meet up by the end of the week, and uh, he's going to give us uh, a paper with the schedule or whatever. So, you know, we're waiting on that. So, when and we get that, and that's what we'll know. What I, I believe you uh, arrive at the bowl game uh, the week before, like midweek, the 22nd, 23rd, yeah, something like something that. Like and that. Uh, They're going to have all kinds of stuff scheduled for you. should be a ball. Uh, you guys have uh, – DJ, you've been to a bowl game yes, previously, so you kind of know what to uh, expect maybe, but uh, these other guys on the team don't. So they'll probably be asking you a lot of questions here. Yeah, they have. They already <laughs> have been. <laughs> uh, what's, the, uh, what's the best bowl game swag you've received, DJ, so far? Um, well, how many bowl games have you been to? I've been to two. Okay. Yes, sir. And um, I, I guess I would say just the uh, the backpacks and the uh, the jumpsuits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you get some gear, Raja. Yeah, those are cool. I those need are that. Cool. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> and it's really cool because it has the bowl game logo on it yeah. as well. So. And uh, they'll have all kinds of activities. Like, I think um, Bryce Williams was telling us when he played, they were in Florida and they did some kind of belly flop competition with the O linemen. <laughs> I've heard of bowling competitions, video games. Yeah, video so, games. I can do that. Ready for all of it. Okay. A- Xavier Smith claims he's like the best video game player that's ever lived. So y'all gonna have to nah, take the sticks. Lie. He's from pretty him. good. Though. <laughs> okay, pretty good. all right. Good. I, I get to him. I get to him. Pretty good. Uh, we don't know the opponent yet. We do know it's an ACC school, so that, that's exciting. DJ could be seeing some of his old friends, perhaps. Yes, uh, could be a team from Virginia, Virginia Tech, or Virginia. Do y'all look into that at all? Do you do you care? Do you speculate who that's going to be? Um, I mean, I try not to look too much into it because if you look on social media and everything, they'll tell you every team in the conference. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. You hear a little bit of this, that, and everything. So I just kind of wait until I get some official news and then just kind of go from there. Yeah, that's probably the best way to go here. about it. Same here, yeah. Also, speaking of social media and stuff floating around, Mike Houston's name's out there. I mean, it, it's... <laughs> exactly. You, you, you can't even be surprised at this point because it happens every offseason. So I, yeah. I try... And I'm, I'm like you when it comes to this stuff, TJ. Just kind of sit back and wait and see what's fact and see what's just somebody putting something out there. Yes, but, yeah. you know, how do you handle that as a player when you hear your coach's name is out there for job openings? Like, what... What do you guys talk about amongst yourselves? Um, I really just don't pay no attention. Yeah, you know, so um, it haven't been said in our group chats or anything. With you know, no coaches in there, so they ain't said anything. So I guess they're not worried about it either. So good. Yeah, you know, it's been, there's been there's been little 
little to no talk about that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. And, uh, of course, with the transfer portal, I guess the, the players are now like the coaches. you got to watch out for them. <laughs> Rajay, you'll be back next year, right? Oh, yeah, most definitely. All right, I'm you said it right here. You got it on tape. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, uh, guys, how was your uh, your Thanksgiving? Did you guys have Thanksgiving with the team last week? We did. We had a, uh, a meal together as a team before we went to the hotel on Thursday. Yeah, my mom came up here uh, Thursday. She cooked for me. Nice. And um, I ate it after the game. So, you know, I was, I was pretty full after the game. What's she, uh, what are her specialties? Ooh, mac and cheese. Uh, she cut some potato salad. Okay. Ham, turkey, some green beans, stuff like that. Man. Sounds like you had the full spread. Yes, sir. Come on, come on <laughs> uh, Rajay, I look at the, uh, the playoff standings right now. Mm-hmm. If my crappy team wins tonight against Seattle... <laughs> Washington would be the seventh seed in the playoffs. The sixth seed would be the 49ers. Yeah, man. How crazy is that? Like, that tells you how crazy the NFL is. Yeah, it is. Because pretty much everybody <laughs> is alive at this point. Um, DJ, we'll, we'll talk about your Steelers another yeah, day. That's yeah, what happened? <laughs> I don't First half, know. I was like, yeah, I'm turning this off. I couldn't even, I couldn't even watch it myself. <laughs> Joe Burrow, he's got him rolling there in Cincinnati. But uh, so, what is it? A lot of uh, you guys gonna watch football this Saturday or get away from it? What's your uh, your plans? I'm gonna watch it. I was gonna I say, need to. I, I, I got to tune in. Yeah, I gotta watch that. So to be Cincinnati, Houston, you've gone up against both of these teams. Do you do you want to see like Cincinnati win since they're in the league and they could be in the playoff or? Do you care? Do you root against them? You know what? What do you think? Honestly, I'm I'm just ready to. I'm excited to see the matchup and see yeah. how, how it all plays out. Yeah, two good defenses going exactly. against each other, so it's gonna be good. It's gonna yeah. be a good matchup. Good stuff. Talking to Rajay Harris and DJ Ford here in the Pirate Radio Studios, guys. We appreciate your time as always. Hopefully, we can uh, chat again soon and enjoy a little bit of time off. You guys have earned it this yes, year. Sir. Definitely. We appreciate you. Thanks for having us. CJ Johnson joining us here in the Pirate Radio studios. Uh, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing good. Good to see you. Now, you, uh, a lot of questions in the second half of that game. You uh, were banged up, I guess, in the Cincinnati yeah, game. What happened? They uh, they thought that I cracked my fibula, but um, x-rays came back negative, so uh, it's just a deep bone bruise. So. All right, Cautionary like, type thing? Yeah. Trivia question. Do you guys know where the fibula is? It's uh, somewhere in the lower half of your body. I was going to say uh, fibula. Is that the thigh muscle? Shin. I mean, shin. shin. I was going to go shin or thigh bone. Okay. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's just right on the uh, right on the, the outside. All right. So you learned something here, too. There you go. It's educational for the kids. CJ's probably <laughs> tired of hearing about all the body parts that he's banged up this year. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, how about that, that game on uh, Friday, CJ? First of all, what was it like walking into Daddy Ficklin Stadium with the purple gold chant, all that going on? Oh, man, it was amazing just uh, having the fan base that we used to have many, many years ago, like just, just hearing them and uh, being a part of Pirate Nation. I will say that the purple gold chant right before kickoff was one of the loudest I've heard in years. And I know that it wasn't, you know, completely sold out, but man, it was it sounded like it. Oh man, and then with it with it being a game over the break too, with like this, with the student body not being there as much, yeah. like I think like the locals definitely stepped it up and brung brung some noise. No doubt about it. CJ Johnson joining us. So CJ kind of a a weird deal. It's like a, uh, when a baseball team loses a game, but they clinch a playoff spot. So you lose to Cincinnati, but shortly after you find out you're going to the military bowl. So you can reflect back on a very, uh, very good season, a winning season. What was that news like? You knew you were going to a bowl, but when you heard what bowl it was going to be, oh, it was. It was. You should have seen the. You should have seen the meeting room. It was electric. Like uh, he, he kind of he kind of presented it in a way like like he was he was talking about the game that we just played. Boys, kind of down a little bit, like because nobody likes like nobody likes losing. And then, um, and then he kind of like he sprung it on us, like, boom! This 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 is the bowl we're going to, and we're like, like that's that. It's just wild, like because you don't get not every year do you get to play in a bowl game. Yeah, and, and that was uh, Sunday morning. You're talking about yes, John Gilbert, I guess breaking the news. They yeah, yeah, okay. yes, yeah. yes, athletic director. 
and we got a ways to go the 27th of december so a lot of i guess practicing meeting and some fun stuff thrown in there too cj but i understand you guys are uh, off the beginning of this week won't get back at it till thursday so for you uh, a chance to heal and oh yeah uh, and you know a lot of a lot of time between now and that game coming up <laughs> oh yeah whether i was healed or not i'm playing in that game but <laughs> we talked to holton earlier uh obviously you know he's got a big decision to make whether he comes back or not you guys have been very close since your high school days uh and i see you interact on the sidelines quite often obviously in the games too um you know what how much talk do you have with him about uh next year i don't i don't i don't talk to him about it just simply because he knows that no matter what decision he makes i'm gonna support him either way Fair enough. There you Sounds go. Sounds good. Yeah. And CJ, I hate to even bring this up, but it's the reality of college sports right now. The the coaching carousel, Mike Houston's name is out there. There's also the transfer portal. So you almost have to talk to guys every year and say, are you back in next year? So yeah. we'll ask you, are you going to be an East Carolina Pirate next yeah, I'm, year? I'm going to be in North Carolina next year. <laughs> You're going to be in North Carolina next year. I'll be in Greenville. Okay, Greenville. Let me clarify this. Are you playing for East Carolina University? <laughs> yes, I am. All right, there we go. All right <laughs> the first saying. answer was this. Uh, there's yeah. been a lot of smoke screens lately. Like, Lincoln <laughs> Valley, yeah, I'm not going to be at LSU. Smoke Which screen, they never true. saw it coming. Which was right. correct. But that's one of those things, and it's it's feels like you guys are building something so special. Uh, you want, I'm sure, everybody to be back on board next oh, year. Oh man, I would I would love for everybody back on board. But like you said, people got to make decisions to better themselves. People yeah. got to make decisions to feed their family. So I, I just feel like if, if everybody could come back, that's able to come back for one more year. If Holden's able to come back and Coach Houston, hopefully for one at least one more year, man, and and the, as many players as we would have returning. I think next year could be an unbelievable breakout year for this program. Just, just if they from, could, if it could align, and if everybody could come back for at least one more year. Just from what we built in the locker room, from the culture to everything, and then you have the new people coming in that hop onto the culture. I think that if everybody came back, it's going to be a truly special year next year. Talked about this earlier uh, in the show, Troy D. So East Carolina finishes tied for third in the AAC. Cincinnati will probably be number one preseason next year, even if Luke Fickle does decide to leave. You think so? I would say so. I I still think there's such bias against them being non-Power 5 that they'll make it number two. Hold on. Number one in the AAC. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about overall. In the conference next year. All right. I agree with you. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Houston, probably number two after what they did this year. But East Carolina will likely be, you know, if Mike Houston returns, Holding CJ, all these guys back on board, they're going to be, I would think, picked third in the American next year. Very possible. And what yeah. about that, Rod? Now, that's just a preseason poll. It doesn't mean yeah, anything. Right. Cincinnati won't be in the AC next year. Well, it I depends on when they leave. I gotcha. think they're they're still going to be in next year. I think they got year, one more year. I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, if you're right about that, if Cincinnati and Houston are gone, East Carolina will be picked first <laughs> yeah. in the American. Could be the top dog, baby. And again, preseason poll doesn't matter, but look at the previous preseason polls where East Carolina's been ninth, 10th, 11th at the back. I mean, it just shows you the leap that you guys were able to take this year. Yeah. Oh, man, and I, and just, just watching it happen and just, just being that class that set that standard to change the culture. Uh, 2019, when Coach Houston came in, when we all came in, we made it our mission to build a culture, a winning culture, and that's what we did. Asked Holton earlier, uh, we're going to play an ACC opponent. Uh, It hasn't been determined while we talk here live right now, but if you could choose the ACC opponent within reason, who who would you like to match? Virginia Tech, no doubt. That's what he said. Virginia Tech, no doubt. I feel like I feel like if we put, if we were to play Virginia Tech, it would bring it would bring a big fan base, and not only the fan base, but I think it would be a good matchup too. Yeah, and they're expecting a big crowd there in Annapolis. I know a lot of Pirate fans are excited to get up there. I uh, saw this tweet from Trip Weaver, uh, CJ, on the 25th. So leading into the Friday game, he said, "Letting the seniors talk to the team is the best tradition in college football. You can't fake heart, passion, or love of the game and program." And he said, "Tonight, those men." portrayed at all so uh what was that like hearing those upperclassmen talk? oh man it was it was both it was both exciting it was it was sad it was like it was just it was full of emotion like you could you could most definitely tell that each and every person that went up there and talked they meant every word that they said and that they truly they they truly bought into the team does it give you a responsibility to take what they've kind of laid the foundation and and build it up even higher oh yes i I take i take full responsibility that just because uh with me being a senior next year um i i'm gonna 
get the younger people that are coming in to follow the same culture that right. we did and then the younger people that we have now to continue to follow the c- culture. When was it the Friday night before the game or the I guess the Thursday night technically before the game the night before the game? Yes, it was the Thursday night right after our um it was right before we went uh went up to our rooms. So. I think it was Rajay and DJ said uh Audi had a long one, a oh, long man. speech. But I mean, yeah, it was long but like <laughs> a couple of things that he talked about was He's, he told everybody, he said, everybody stand up if you transferred in. He had them sit down. He said, stand up if you've uh, missed the whole season of an injury. And he just went down all these boxes wow. that he, like, that obstacles that he he has been through. And, I mean, he's he's missed the whole season for medical redshirt. He's, uh, he's transferred to a new school. He's, like, it's just, like, all these things that he checked off. And it's just amazing to see how he overcomes all of those obstacles and, is the man that he is today that's awesome east carolina headed to the military bowl awaiting opponents cj wants to see virginia tech there looks like that's where the the tea leaves are trending troy d potentially but still could be virginia i guess north carolina bc some other opponents we'll find out on sunday uh who east carolina will be playing in that bowl game yeah i mean i guess do we like know why that is like why did we get picked so early and then I, well, like, there is a pecking order. They, I guess they want to see what happens with the ACC championship, Wake Forest and Pitt, and then they'll just start picking teams kind of gotcha. in order. It's like a domino effect after yeah, that. Gotcha. So Now, why East Carolina got picked so early, I think a lot of that is the military ball wanted East Carolina. Yeah. Because we just saw Memphis, Troy D., are the lucky ones to get to head out to Hawaii. Yeah. But uh, the military ball could have selected them. I think they chose East Carolina because they know that the Pirates are going to bring a lot of fans with Well, I think they probably looked at it as, hey, this is a team that hadn't been in a bowl game in a long time. They've been last time they were here, which was, what, close to a decade 22. ago. Uh, had a great showing. I was at that bowl. That was back in R- the when they played in RFK. Yeah. Um, and uh, they probably look at the bowls at the end of the day it is a money-making venture and uh steve beck who was on the executive director was on brian bailey if you're listening to us live he'll be on uh at six o'clock tonight on pirate ready if you missed it it's archived online but uh look they're in the business to sell tickets too and the more fans that come the more concessions the more apparel all that's it all trickles down so yeah, I mean, it's a good choice for them. I get it. It's nice to be wanted, right, CJ? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they uh, they want the purple and gold there coming up. In Annapolis, you already played at that stadium, so you're going to be used to that. But there's a lot of stuff that is going to be happening for the first time for you, all the the bowl festivities. And they said you're going to be staying in a hotel two blocks from the White House. The Cap- so yeah, it's the Capitol Hilton. You got yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of cool stuff ahead of you and a swag bag. I was going over some of oh, the— Oh, yeah, uh, what's in the swag bag this year? I, it is not out yet, so I don't know. But we I were looking— either. In years no, past, I'm ready to see what that is. Six years ago, they gave away Xbox Ones, I oh, believe, man. along with. So Jeez. you're gonna get probably the newest technology, Jeez. some clothes. It's gonna be cool. Yeah. Uh, we'll Maybe to, they've stepped it up to like an Apple Watch nowadays or something. That's I better mean, than an Xbox One. I, yeah. What do you I don't think? Know. About? No. <laughs> <laughs> an Apple Watch, no. <laughs> which <laughs> costs more? I don't know. Xbox One. I don't know. How much is an Apple Watch? I don't know, but what do you want to watch for? Oh, I'm trying I to got, think what would I be actually, more valuable. I actually got my third generation Apple Watch for $75. Is it that cheap? Well, CJ knows a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know a couple of Facebook groups, too. They give them out for the very low prices. I don't know if that's market price. <laughs> uh, good deal. Good deal. Uh, nah, so, uh, nah, it's uh, like I said, and DJ, I guess, has been to a couple of bowls. He might be the only guy on the roster, unless Audi was in one. Uh, at UCLA before he got here, but I don't. I, he hasn't. If you got any questions, uh, it, yeah. refer to DJ Ford. Yeah. He's the only guy that's been <laughs> yeah. to a bowl game. That's yeah. crazy, right? On the whole roster. So anyway, anything else, Troy? Did no, just good luck to you, man. And uh, I guess y'all have. Um, did we figure out how many bowl? Is it fifteen or twenty-one practices they get? It's twenty-one. Twenty-one. That's yeah. what, okay. So twenty-one practices. I guess they could use them. How they want to use them, but everyone gets the same amount of time. Coach Houston told us that he was going to give um, after final exams. He's going to give us a couple. uh, He's going to give us a couple of days off for uh, everybody to go home visit their families for Christmas. Since we were since we were all all going to be together for Christmas this year. That's good. That's good. Seems like that, and it's nice that they've given you a little bit of break here too. Yes, sir. First part of the week, so you guys have earned it and uh, deserve it. So good luck with the uh, bowl season prep, and we'll definitely catch up with you again before uh, kickoff. Yes, sir. The quarterback of the Pirates, Holden Aylers, joining us today on the Pirate Radio Players Lounge. And Holden, welcome back to the program. How you doing today, man? 
Doing good, guys. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Thank you for your time. Holden, uh, I asked some of your teammates this. I'll ask you, too. And, and Cincinnati was getting after you on Friday. Uh, they are potentially, if they can beat Houston and nothing crazy happens, we'll be playing for a national championship in the college football playoffs. So when you left, I know going into the game, you, you, they're just another team. When you come out of that game, does it feel like you played an elite team, a top four team, or did it feel like you played just another opponent? Yeah, I mean, this is a couple years now playing Cincinnati, so we knew going in that, I mean, they had some elite guys on the outside. Um, and, and I mean, we knew going in that they were as good as advertised, and they were. I mean, they, they got some guys that will be playing in the NFL for 10 years. I mean, they some of their guys on defense were, were studs and some of the best guys we've played all year. But at the same time, I mean, I, I do feel like we could have played better and made it. I mean, going into the fourth quarter, it was – I mean, if we scored there instead of getting the field goal blocked and scored, I mean, that's a huge turn of events in the game. It makes it way closer than it ended up being. So, um, I, I think they can make a run for it. I do think that. Um, but at the same time, I felt like we could have competed a little bit better. So, uh, Holton, this Troy, some of their guys were absolutely huge when it comes to size. Uh, you, you know, you've taken some tough hits this season. You've bounced back and you've uh, remained injury free. Doesn't mean that you're not hurting or you haven't, uh, you know, taken some bruises, but you, you definitely have uh, been able to perform the entire season. Which game are, are they? That, was that some of the toughest hits you've taken against Cincinnati, or was there another team that maybe was even harder than that? Shoot, you know, I, I probably got more banged up after the Houston game. Um, than any of the other games this year. Um, just right off the bat, um, you know, maybe South Carolina, you know, got through a little bit more. But other than that, I mean, yeah, they did get after, get after it pretty well. But we knew going in. I mean, they have a top four defense for a reason. I mean, they're they're top four in the nation, pretty much in every category, including the playoff rankings for a reason. So um, we knew going in it was going to be a tough matchup. But I mean, you know, hats off to them. You know, going into it, we did say, I mean, we had nothing to lose, and we didn't. So I mean, it doesn't really affect our season too much we already are i mean as y'all know going to the military bowl now we were already bowl eligible so um we wish we could have gave him a better shot but i mean we can't dwell on it now he's got to get ready for the bowl game well that's something that east carolina hasn't been able to do in a long time so uh, a lot of pirate fans excited about the opportunity for postseason of course it extends the season for you guys you get to practice in december and the cat's out of the bag as far as military bowl still up in the air is the opponent if you had your choice it is going to be an ACC opponent, Holden. Uh, who would you like to match up against? I'd like to play Virginia Tech, um, personally, just because I haven't had the opportunity since I've been here to play them. Um, you know, I used to you know, grow up watching the, the ECU-Virginia Tech games. So, I mean, I think it'd be cool. I think their fans would travel good. I know our fans are going to travel good. So, I think that'd be a pretty fun matchup. And then, uh, Holden, a lot of folks uh, wondering about your future. I know you've talked about that uh, last couple of weeks. I noticed you did not uh, run out with the seniors on the field to be recognized for Senior Day. You had considered doing that. Uh, is there any new timeline as far as a decision from you when you'll uh, make it official, whether you'll be back at East Carolina next year or uh, or not? Yeah, um, I, there's not a official timeline of it. You know, I mean, there's still a lot of talks internally um, with – with people that I'm close with and coaches and, and just kind of that, um, you know, my inner circle is, is kind of sitting down later this week to talk about it a little bit more, but, you know, I've tried to just enjoy these last few days off that we've had and, and kind of, you know, rejuvenate for this bowl game, whereas, you know, my mind and my body really. So, um, you know, later in the week, we're going to sit down and, and kind of get more in depth into it. But, you know, at this time, there is no timetable really. Like I said, I would like to, to figure it out before the bowl game now whether if that's you know publicly or not um that's a whole nother discussion through that so right now um it's just talking with the people that i'm close with and my coaches and trying to figure it out um just trying to figure out you know what i'm going to do because honestly right now i have no clue and speaking of decisions uh you know it's possible down the road that uh mike houston could potentially have a decision that the coaching carousel is always moving around this time of year as you know his name's been out there for a couple different jobs but uh that doesn't mean that there's been an offer extended but uh it does seem like his name is getting mentioned which is a good sign for this program that he things are moving in the right direction if they're actually looking to talk to your coach to be hired away as i said instead of fired away that's a positive but how much of that plays into this is it important for you that uh mike houston comes back or is that not a factor 
No, I mean, it's definitely a factor. I mean, I think when you when you look down into it, um, I mean, that is going to be a factor that plays a role in it. I mean, he knows that. We've had conversations um, about that between me and him and, and the future of, of both of us. So um, there's a lot of things that play a role into it that um, that I'm going to have to sit down and, and kind of figure out these next few days or weeks. But, you know, at the same time, it's just going to have to be a decision that, um, you know, I mean, where am I going to be the happiest? And, you know, a year from now, where am I going to want my life being? And, and just stuff like that. So there's a lot that goes into it, but that is that is a factor into it. And, and he's been open with me, and I've been open with him about it, and kind of behind closed doors. So we've had we've had those conversations, and just we're probably going to continue to have them um, until there's a, been a decision made. Holden, I asked uh, some of your teammates this uh, about the coaching carousel, Mike Houston's name being out there, and a lot of the guys uh, basically said that they don't pay any attention to it or they just kind of, you know, wait to see what's fact instead of all the the message boards and social media and all that. So how do you handle it when you, you see Mike Houston's name out there that Virginia Tech has an opening, Duke has an opening? You know, what is the chatter amongst you and the team when uh, when this kind of stuff goes on? Yeah, I mean, it's not. I mean, kind of like you, like like the other guy said. I don't know who said it, but um, you don't know what's true and what's not. So, I mean, until you hear from the guy himself, then I mean, you don't really. I mean, everyone was saying Lincoln Riley was going to LSU, and he woke up and he's in Southern California the next day. So, um, everyone's an expert on social media. That's just the way social media is. But at the same time, um, I mean, we're with him every day. Um, he's still coaching ECU right now. He's still our head coach, and um, he hasn't told us any differently. So. Um, I mean, we're moving forward with him, and like I said, I mean, we're just getting ready for this bowl game until we're told differently. Holden, a uh, question on Facebook Live, and this goes back to the Cincinnati game, and the uh, the announcers on TV said that it might have something to do with Cincinnati uh, simulating the snap count or something like that, but we'll get your, your answer on it. Uh, Bob said he noticed that after plays, you were talking to the ref and pointing to the center area and uh, they couldn't figure out what was going on. So do, do you know what Bob is talking about and, and what was that regarding in the game? No, yeah, I was getting pretty heated there for a little bit. Avery wasn't even able to snap the ball sometimes. I mean, he never snaps the ball low, and his his snaps were low. And I, I thought the nose tackle was jumping off sides and uh, at least 80% of the plays, and we went back on film. I mean, he was he was hitting him before the ball was snapped. So I don't – I don't understand that much, um, but, I mean, we can't really control that now. And just like I said, just get ready for the bowl game. All right. Asked and answered. There you go. Holden Naylor's joining us on the Fixed NC Live line here inside the Players' Lounge. And, Holden, I understand now you guys won't be returning to the practice field until, what, Thursday? So you get a little time off here. And, and man, it's a long time between now and the 27th. And this is your first time kind of going through it. DJ Ford's been to a couple of bowl games. So he said some guys have already asked him what the next month is going to be like. But uh, I guess your, your schedule at this point is to be determined as far as practice and all that goes? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it was my first time through it, too. That is something I met with Coach about today is just how are we going to get to be the freshest um, for the game but also mo- the most prepared we can be. So um, there's there's science into it. I mean, you got you got to practice well, but you also got to have some time off. So um, for me, personally, it's just going to be about, you know, getting the body as healthy as possible going into this game and getting as much PT in you can, as you can and also um, having a healthy balance of, of throwing and then taking some days off, too, to get the arm kind of ready for this next game or so holding as you look back now on the season as the regular season is done uh when you when you think back of the 2021 season what were what are the highlights what are the moments for you that you'll always remember yeah for me man it's just just changing the program um seeing the the energy around this place change from where it's been the last you know three four five years now um even more longer than that but um just just spending the time with my teammates, um, celebrating those wins. I mean, that, that we had some crazy wins this year that, I mean, came down to the last second. And um, I mean, it's, it's going to be hard to forget the Memphis win, you know, getting to the bowl game and coming home to the airport. The, the Navy one as well, the Marshall one. I mean, this whole season, I mean, it's been going into it. We said we wanted to get six wins and get this place back to a bowl game and then go from there. So um, we, we accomplished that. Um I mean, this senior class has really kind of been through a lot together, um, whether it's fifth year, sixth year, or fourth year seniors. Um, I mean, we've all just kind of 
we've been through a lot, but at the same time, I mean, to, to get to a bowl game and to experience that together, I mean, we're really looking forward to it. You really could do a 30 for 30 on this year, Holden. So if you get a call from me five or 10 years from now, I want to do an interview about this season. Can you grant me the rights to that, please? Hey, I'll give it to you. All right. Thanks, man. Uh, Joe you has produce, a, you producing a 30 for 30 on the season? Yeah, but you never know. Down the road. 10 or 15. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe it, it turns the whole thing around. It appears. It's yeah, going yeah, it has this season. Yeah. Uh, Joe has a question on Facebook Live, which I guess people would rather just talk about your decision for 20 minutes instead of us asking you yeah. other questions. So holding this from Joe, he says, is the, the decision to stay or not, is it – you know ecu related nfl related transfer related like what everything on the table you know what are the options for you as you uh think about your decision to return or not yeah there's a lot of options um there's a lot of stuff going on internally um like i said with with my inner circle um about what is the best option moving forward but you know as of right now um i mean there hasn't been a decision made either way um i i I don't think um, I would want to play for another college other than ECU um, just for from the career that I've had and stuff like that. But at the same time, I mean, there hasn't been a final decision made yet. Um, so I'm just going to continue to weigh my options and, and kind of see what see where it takes me these next few days and with these conversations that I'm going to have with my coaches and my family and, and kind of go from there. Holden Naylor's joining us. We do appreciate you answering those uh, questions, Holden, because they're uh, obviously your business, but we got to ask you. So we appreciate how you've handled that these last uh, few weeks. So anything else? No, I was just going to mention for folks, uh, you know, we've heard your commercial a number of times, Built One Broken. We've talked about that in detail uh, before the season. A lot of new, by the way, all new gear has been uh, provided and made is available at shimmer holton as i know you know i just wanted to give you a plug a chance to promote that your brand built when broken what it's all about for folks that might be tuned in for the first time maybe they're not familiar with it and uh, how they can get it yeah so um like you said it's, it's online but it's also at shimmer boutique um beside cold stone and i believe it's in winterville too um we got stuff in there we got ecu colors now too um so you can wear it all prior game day stuff but I came up with it um, as a way to say whenever you're at your lowest, you know, that's when God is building you into who you're going to become. Um, and that's the motto that I've used for life. And that's the motto that a lot of people close with me have used for life. And it's kind of turned in, like you said, turned into a business now. Uh, when the NIL thing came out, you know, we turned it into something more than just a, mo- a life motto. We've turned it into a company now. So um, go check it out at Shimmer. Um, there's a bunch of stuff there, even for kids as well. So just go check it out. Looks great. Uh, tons of hoodies, not just in long sleeve shirts, so cold weather gear. Uh, it's all the stuff. Our friends at University Sportswear did a great job uh, creating that stuff here locally for you, too. So uh, keep up the good work with that. It really, there's a lot of cool gear there. I've had people ask me where they could get it locally. So this is the first time it's been available locally at Shimmer Boutique in Greenville and Winterville. Uh, they might be selling it online on their website too. You can check out uh, the Shimmer website to, for more information on that. But uh, Holton, good luck, man. We'll uh, we'll stay in touch with you. Enjoy uh, the start of what will be bowl season for East Carolina here. For sure. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. And that's another great episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast, the Players' Lounge Edition. We'll be back very soon with another edition of the podcast. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to our podcast in your Apple Store. You can also visit our website at PR927FM.com. And you can follow us on social media at PR927FM to keep up with the latest news and information. Until next time, have a great day, everyone. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.